Hey guys, and welcome to Grace Unscripted, where we share stories of the people in and around Grace Church without any script, just real, raw stories of life change through Jesus. I'm your host, Audrey Wallace, and today I had a conversation with Leanne. She is our Director of Ministry Operations here at Grace Church, and she's played a pretty special role in my life as a model and a mentor and just someone who shows um, how to know God through his scripture. And in this conversation, I learned how she got to know how to know God through his scripture. And it was really, really cool for me to see that has, since I've learned from her, knowing she learned from someone else and that encouraging me to continue to teach others in that wonderful way that discipleship happens within our church. So I hope you enjoy her story here today. Hi, Leanne. Hello. Welcome to Unscripted. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. My first question for you is going to be on behalf of the people of Grace Church. Please pronounce your last name for us. Oh, good question. <laughs> it's Radel. So it kind of sounds like the H is silent, but an H sound is just almost like a breath. Mm. So it's Radel. I've yes. never heard it said that way before. I've yes. never noticed the little at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. It's like Yahweh, right? It's yes. just a breath. It's just a breath. Because that's what an H is, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, you're welcome, Grace Church. We all know how to pronounce Leanne Hradles. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's not even right. Um, <laughs> but actually, like, that's the most common question yeah. when people talk. And I say Radle, they all go, what? That's yeah. how you say that? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, yeah. <laughs> I want to just learn um, everything in between. Um, uh, where did you grow up in the Akron area? I did not. You did not? Oh, that's no. right. Oh, I know where you're from. Yeah, so I was born in Nashville, yes. so I'm a Southerner by birth, and I actually lived the majority of like my childhood mm-hmm. in Toledo. I did not know that. Yeah, so I was in Toledo from like age like five until like 16, and then my dad got transferred to Memphis. And we lived there for five years. And then I kind of bounced around like Indy for Indianapolis for like a really short time. Mm -hmm. And then came to Akron because my dad had gotten transferred back up here. Mm -hmm. And then I lived here for about five days. Oh. And friends (laughs) set me up on a blind date with a Yankee that I ended up marrying. Wow. So, and I've been in Akron ever since. So that was when I was about 21. Okay. So the rest of my life I've been here. Wow. Okay. Well, that's been a wild ride already. Yeah. Um, and I think when I think of you, Leanne, I think of somebody who's very relatable because you've had so many life experiences and, you know, even just being moving around like that and yeah. do, being in different communities and cultures probably mm-hmm. adds to that as well. Yeah. Which was your favorite place to live? Um, I love Nashville, but I think my favorite is Akron. I always say we're like this little secret Mm -hmm. place. Like our cost of living is low, Mm -hmm. but we live in the middle of this amazing national park. Mm -hmm. We've got wonderful arts. Like if you know Mark and me, we love to go to the theater. We love to go to Blossom and listen to the orchestra. Mm -hmm. So there's just so much rich culture here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think Akron's my favorite. That is, that's always fascinating to me when people say that, that have lived a lot of places and they say Akron, when you haven't really lived anywhere else, then you don't realize the treasure that those little gems are because yeah. they're not hidden to you. They're no. right before your very eyes when you've yeah. lived here forever. So yeah. Yeah. that's really cool to hear. Okay. So um, 
did you, uh, I want to unpack that a little bit more, like childhood home, grow up. Uh, yeah. What, kind of, what was that like? For yeah. You? So I grew up in an amazing home. I mm-hmm. have, so my mom's father was a Southern Baptist minister. So we mm-hmm. grew up Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. even all through Toledo. We were in a Southern Baptist mm-hmm. church, um, super godly parents. My um, mom played piano in the church growing up. My mm-hmm. dad led Bible studies and did all the things. And um, so really had like a servant heart modeled, mm-hmm. um, raised us to love the Lord, had a great home church growing up. Mm. Obviously, no church is perfect. So like mm-hmm. we had, you know, you grow up and you start making your faith your own yep. and you realize like, well, that isn't really how I see that. Um so probably grew up with more of a um, Disney World okay. Christianity. Like everything was always just great. I didn't have like listeners are probably going to just stop now because like I felt like <laughs> I didn't have like trauma growing up. Okay. I didn't have like um, like I just had a great family. I have two sisters. I'm the middle. Okay, but we're all spread out. So there's 12 years between the oldest and the youngest. Wow, I'm kind of smack in the middle. So we are all like only children. Yes. We're very self-centered, selfish, like... <laughs> Holidays, you know. I bet, are real interesting. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and if, it's funny because I tell people, like, I am the laid-back sister, if you know us. Wow. So you can only imagine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so great childhood. And mm-hmm. then um, we moved to Memphis, and I did my senior year of high school in Memphis. So mm. I just had that one year there. And... Went to college and met a man and got married when I was 20. Wow, okay. It was a very short marriage, uh, about four months. It was an abusive relationship and um, left that, Mm. moved back home for a really short time, kind of still didn't feel safe because it was close to where he was. Mm -hmm. And that's when I decided to move back up north. Ah, okay. So I came up here and kind of rebuilt my life. It really rocked like the foundation of what I thought my faith was. Mm kind of grew up of my own um, assumption. I don't think this was taught to me. Okay. Um, but I kind of grew up thinking like, well, if I'm good, mm-hmm. good will happen <clears throat> to me. Okay. And so when things weren't good and I felt like, well, I did everything right. I've been good. I've been a Christian. Mm. I've lived the way I'm supposed to live. And now all of a sudden I'm reconciling mm living in this abusive relationship, having to be divorced, which Mm. from a a loving but legalistic church was a really hard thing. Mm. Like I kind of at 19, 20 was like, well, I guess that was my one chance because I can't get remarried. I can't like, it just was like devastating. Mm. I couldn't figure that out. Um, So I moved up to, via a couple of cities, ended up Mm in Akron when my parents moved here. Okay. So came to Akron, was still trying to like figure out where does God fit in my life when he didn't fit in the box I wanted to put him in, mm. which was the, you, I do good, you do good, good back yeah, to me box. Yeah, we had an agreement here. Yeah, I don't, like what happened? <laughs> yeah. um, so about a week after I moved to Akron, some friends set me up on a blind date mm-hmm. with a man who is now my husband. Okay. So Mark and I met, uh, dated for about a year, got married, had kids right away. So we got like shoved into the chaos of raising littles Mm. and had only known each other a year when we got married. So we're like still getting to know each other, (laughs) learning to live together. And we have 
kids right away. So that was like mass chaos for about five years. So about five years I'm in. Gonna, I'm going to back up. Yeah. What was like the love trigger for you guys? You Blind date. You said a year yeah. and you were married. Like I yeah. think I need a little more detail around that. So it's so funny because, well, you know us. So yes. like, you know, Mark is like the quintessential like outdoorsman, active, like um, a man's man. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I forgot my pillow at the Marriott. I'm going to rough it this weekend. <laughs> like, we are so different in so many ways. Raised very differently. Mark okay. grew up Catholic. I grew up in an evangelical mm-hmm. church. Um, Mark grew up in a blue collar family. I grew up in a, a very blessed family. Mm-hmm. So, like, just so different. So I think the love connection really was on our first date. I'm trying, yeah, it was our first date. We stayed up super late talking about like life and what we wanted Mm -hmm. and just sort of family values. And we realized Mm -hmm. that even though so much of what our families were, Mm -hmm. was so different, there was like a foundation that was so similar. And we both really wanted like that foundation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess we just, yeah, we just connected, and um, it really helps that he's, like, super good-looking, and <laughs> um, and he's so thoughtful, like, mm-hmm. in everything he does. Like, if you know Mark Radle, he is intentional in everything he does, mm-hmm. and if you go back five minutes and you, mm-hmm. you know, ca- capture mm-hmm. the, I came out of an abusive marriage, mm. and I met this man who made me feel safe mm. and cherished and loved. And like I said, was just so intentional. So I really think for me, that was it. Yeah. You'll have to ask him what it was yeah, for him. Yeah, maybe I will. Daily, I wonder. <laughs> um, but he's still that same man. He's just so wonderful. And mm-hmm. so I think that really is what kind of connected us. So fast forward, we have these children. We are like surviving. Mm-hmm. I know every listener that has littles right now mm-hmm. is like, girl, mm-hmm. I hear you because you just go into survival mode. Mm-hmm. And we hit about seven years in and we had really become very distant. Mm-hmm. We were raising kids, trying to pay bills, trying to do all the things. And I remember we just had this like moment in the kitchen of our home. Mm-hmm. We weren't fighting. Mm-hmm. We really don't fight. We really never have. You know, we but what we were is we were apathetic, Ooh. which was a scary place to be. Okay. And I remember looking at each other and one of us saying, like, so do we just get divorced? Oh. And we weren't even, like, upset about it. Mm. It was the weirdest conversation. It was kind of like, do you want Chinese for dinner? Whoa. Like, okay. So, and both of us were like, well, no, we really don't want to get divorced. We don't really want that for our children. Like. Mm-hmm. You know, there's multiple reasons you don't want to get divorced. Sure. Felt like it was going to be really hard. Yeah. Um, and so we we didn't really know what to do, except one of us, I really think it might have been Mark, uh-huh. was like, we should get involved in church. So let's look at that. Was mm-hmm. that involved at all? You both came from a faith of some kind. Yes. Was that part of your love story it or was. what drew you to we one another? We were going to a wonderful church in Akron. It okay. was very large and nothing on their end, we just never got involved. Okay. So we were like the ninja. Mm. We went to church like yep. Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. but it really never like like got into the mm-hmm. DNA of our life. Got it. Um, yeah, never didn't go to church. Okay. Never. Um, and so he's like, I think we should get involved in church. Okay. And I said, well, I feel like this church is too big. Mm-hmm. And we were having trouble connecting. Wonderful church. Mm-hmm. I don't like, so I'm not going to say the name because... Yeah. 
but it's just wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so a friend of mine, Sue McKinley, would not shut up <laughs> about her church. She just would not stop talking about mm-hmm. it. The pastor's so great. And oh my gosh, you have to hear the worship leader. He's amazing. His name is Ezra. <laughs> so I finally looked at Mark and I was like, can we just go try her church yeah. so she'll shut up? <laughs> And so, literally, that's why we came to visit Grace. Mm -hmm. We were at a low place. We had a friend that would not stop talking Mm -hmm. about her amazing church. So Mark and I came on the very first Saturday night service. Oh, wow. It was like us and then like the 12 people I think Jeff told had to come. Yeah. So there was, it was in the cafe. If you remember like Mm -hmm. right now, that would be like where we're doing all the construction. And is this like mid 20, 2000? Yeah. I want to say it was like 2003, I think. Okay. Or four, right in there. Mm -hmm. I have it. um, Like I know it because Mm. it's in Gracelink. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we, so we came and our oldest daughter is very adverse to change. She's just Mm, like. I've got one of those too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we would come to Grace on Saturday nights and go to Uh, our church we had uh been attending on Sundays so she could acclimate. Mm -hmm. And we did that for, I don't know, a, a handful of months, maybe six months. And she said. We can just go to Grace. Mm. She loved Miss Christie. She loved her class. It was just a really good fit for her. Much smaller than mm-hmm. the church we are a part of. Okay. So easier for her to find friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, I would say out of desperation, mm-hmm. we just did everything Jeff told us to do. Okay. <laughs> so like if Jeff was like, you should go to Discovery Group. It was called 101 sure. at the time. Yep. We went. Mm-hmm. If Jeff said, you should start serving, we were like, we should start serving. Yep. And we had amazing life group leaders. We ended up, one of the things he told us to do was join a life group. And so we did. And we had these amazing life group leaders who helped us get involved in serving. And I mean, I, I this feels like I skated over time, but right. this was all in like the first six months. Holy I cow. I kid you not, when they told us to do it, we did. Whatever happened with you guys, we need to replicate across everyone. Yeah, because, it, like, it, I'm telling you, it was a place more. of desperation. Mm. We were so desperate to save our family. And mm. thank the Lord, I mean, like literally, that he grabbed a hold of our hearts in that moment mm. in our kitchen. Wow. Because it just felt natural that this is what we would do, is get involved mm. in church and find community. Mm-hmm. We didn't know those words then, mm-hmm. but I know now that's yes. what we needed. Yes. So we found this amazing community, mm-hmm. and men came alongside Mark and like discipled him. Mm-hmm. Women came alongside me and discipled me. Mm-hmm. And the more that we pursued the Lord, mm. the closer we became as a couple and mm-hmm. like as a family. So... You kind of take that journey for about two years, and um, we started leading a life group. So that's kind of Uh how we started leading and getting into leadership. And um, we, when we decided to lead a life group, I felt very ill-equipped to answer questions, even about my faith. Like, and at this point, let's see, I was probably. 27, 28. Mm-hmm. So you'd think at this age you have a good grasp of mm-hmm. like your belief system. You've been around it enough. And- but I am, I am the type of person that I don't really need to understand the why. Mm-hmm. I, it, once I'm like, oh, okay, I just went with it. So like if you had been like, 
why do you believe in this? I would have been like, well, because it's what my parents told me. Mm -hmm. And it's what their parents told them. So I just sort of went on this blind childlike Mm -hmm. faith, which Mm -hmm. is beautiful Mm -hmm. until you're an adult trying to lead. Sure. So that's when I really started digging into the Word and learning to study the Bible Mm -hmm. like on my own and um, joined some women's Bible studies and then... Um, realized that like I love studying God's word mm-hmm. and and got really deep into it. Bought all the commentaries, yes. all of the, uh, you know. I never heard the word commentary until I was in your circles. So <laughs> yeah. yes, all my concordances yes. and what does this Greek word mean and mm-hmm. what does like. So I just had this passion for being in the word and understanding why I believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord took that passion and ignited a passion Mm -hmm. in me to help others do the same. Mm -hmm. So probably around, probably like 30, so, um, you know, a good 18 years ago, I started leading Bible studies here at Grace. I think Mm -hmm. originally it was me and Kristen, now Jensen, at the time, Kristen. I was in that living room. I know. (laughs) You were in there. I mean, a bunch of wonderful Mm -hmm. women, and we would just dig into God's Word together um, and I have really never stopped leading Bible studies. Mm. We've gone in and out of life group mm-hmm. leadership and participation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've led marriage conferences here, which mm-hmm. is so ironic to me because <laughs> of like our journey, yeah. but but also helps us to guide people. Yeah, it redeems all that time and like turns right. it into use for right. the kingdom. And our life has been a little crazy. We, you know, um, we've had, uh, when we got married about... A month after we got married, Mark's dad died. Mm. We had a baby right away. Mm-hmm. Um, we bought a house. Then we had this time of our life that we were like, pretty sure we're going to get divorced. Mm-hmm. We had a miscarriage in there. Mm-hmm. Um, then around age 30, I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. I like to say I had a touch of cancer. Mm. Um, so I had thyroid cancer and kind of went through that journey, um, which is really scary. The C mm-hmm. word is terrifying. Sure. I can, um, I can so we went imagine. through that. Um, so just a bunch of stuff in mm-hmm. about 10 years. Um, and God was just so faithful through all of it and um, surrounded us time and time again with like all the right people mm-hmm. and people that challenged us and held us accountable and like, what are you guys doing to stay close? Or what Mm -hmm. are you doing to grow closer to the Lord? And that community was everything we didn't know we needed Mm -hmm. back five years in. Right, right. And became everything that we needed to be who we are today. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's kind of the beginning of our journey in a nutshell and kind of what got us to grace and the community that played into it. We have, um, so we have two daughters. Yes. I have a 25-year-old daughter that lives in New York City. Mm-hmm. And, and d- tell me what she does for a living, because I think this is so fascinating. <laughs> so she works for a company. It's called East Coast Global. And they manage social media for American artists, athletes, and entertainers on Chinese platforms. Yes. So she has a major in music business, Mandarin, (laughs) and uh, a minor on the bassoon, should anyone need a bassoonist. Um, I just think that that's such a wonderful picture of you and Mark Mash together, like just another human. Yeah, and she's my introvert, so Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny that she's my child that's studied abroad. She lives in New York City. Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, she loves it. She, She really loves it. And then we have a daughter that's 23. 
three who actually works here at the church, Mm -hmm. Um, and so does her husband. She's married, so we have a son-in-law, Charles, Um, and so they're here local. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, one of the greatest blessings that we've had as parents is watching your children grow up Mm -hmm. and chase after Jesus, too. And then coming to that point where you're hanging out with them and, and, and like, enjoying their company mutually, it seems like. It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's awesome. And so now we're empty nesters, Mm -hmm. and we... it's. It's just an amazing season. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even say like so. <laughs> I about I don't know when I was about thirty three. I guess I came on staff here yeah. at Grace. So yep. I've been actually I must have been like thirty five. About thirty five came on staff here at Grace. Was working for Ryan Roadman at the time, mm-hmm. and have had I don't even know how many yes. different positions yeah. <laughs> over the years. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's it's. It's home, it's family, Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. And friends, too, because I'm sure that as your friend Sue did to you, you have done to others. Absolutely. (laughs) So, uh, you know, this is going to date this um, podcast, but in a few weeks we have a floor signing coming up of our new building. Yeah. And we did that when we built the current auditorium Mm -hmm. that we're in now. And we signed the floor with, like, people that we wanted to see come to church. Mm -hmm. And so our very best friends, Kelly and Tony Vetrano, um, they were not believers at the time. So, like, we wrote their names down and prayed over that and invited them over and over again to church. And um, finally, their kids came to Bible camp with us one Mm, year. God bless Bible camp. Right? (laughs) And um, the kids were like, can we go to their church? It's so fun. And so they came to church with us one weekend, Mm -hmm. and um, it was actually the um, What's Missing From Your Life series, Mm. and that week was What's Missing From Your Sex Life. Mm. And so Tony was like, we are at the right church. (laughs) Um, And they've been here ever since. Oh, my word. So yes, like just inviting people in to see, like, what grace is about because it's something special. Mm-hmm. It just takes getting them in to to experience it, and mm-hmm. then this whole world of like you said, friends and community mm-hmm. and people that can relate to you yes. and walk you through mm-hmm. the hard times. Because I'll tell you, the last I mean, we've been married twenty five years, wow. and um, and there's been some really hard mm-hmm. times in there. And no matter what it has been, we've had people surround us, mm-hmm. and that is special. That's mm-hmm. not typical. Mm-hmm. So that's that grace community. And it's it like is. a special thing. I mean, it is divine. It's it, a gift from mm-hmm. it is it is God in human form Absolutely. in the in like the body, right? Yes. Um a hundred percent. I've been in your living room crying over something that you've said I've been through this too. And that's why I've always thought of you as this person that's like, sure you went through all these hard things, but what a gift that you can pretty often say, yep, I've experienced that. Have a mm-hmm. seat. Let's yeah. cry together and we can, I can help you. And it, yeah. since you're using that, you know, for the Lord, that yeah. is turning that into a gift. Yeah. It's, it's one of the blessings and honors of like, I fight getting older so hard. I like, it's so hard for me to like mm-hmm. be an old person, mm-hmm. but one of the honors of age is mm-hmm. like seeing that, mm-hmm. you know, like we were talking earlier, Audrey, mm-hmm. like there are things you're like, kind of wish that hadn't happened in life, but mm-hmm. then you know how God uses it yep. and redeems it. And like, um, so yeah, it's such a, it's, it, it, they are his blessings, even when they are trials. Yeah. 
and I can see because I'm I feel like a, a step behind you and I sat in that living room and I learned from you and Kristen when I felt ill-equipped mm-hmm. in a life group feeling called to be a life group leader but I had no idea about the Bible and I'm looking at this woman across from me who's like fiery, your hair's fiery red and your spirit's fiery red for Jesus. And you had so much intelligence. And I, until this day right now, assumed that you grew up with all of that, that you, because your dad and the the history with your church, because you've talked about your dad a lot as being motivation for your learning and the the systems that you have in the books and all those things. And so I just like wanted, I didn't know what to do either. And turns out you were only like 10 years ago in the same chair. I had no idea. Yeah. And I got to learn from you, which is a gift which I hope I am now doing for someone maybe who's 10 years younger than me. And I'm still learning from you while also trying to guide someone behind me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that I love that picture Mm -hmm. of, you know, you always have someone ahead and Mm -hmm. you always have someone behind. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for moms and dads, you always you always have someone watching you because mm-hmm. they're watching every single thing. Your children yes. absorb it all. And it, it's funny. I had a friend tell me the other day. It really kind of took me aback. She has young daughters, mm-hmm. and um, she's on staff with me at the mm-hmm. church. And she said that one of her daughters, she's like, she talks about you all the time, Leanne. Mm-hmm. She wants to be you when she grows up. Ooh. And I'm thinking, oh, well, there's... Much higher attainment to be had. But she's like, she watches you lead in the church, and Mm -hmm. it's inspiring to her. Mm -hmm. Well, I had no idea that child, like, knew what I did. Like, you know, and so you just always have people Mm -hmm. that you can spur on and inspire and help. And then there's always those people who can inspire you Mm -hmm. and motivate you. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's an interesting thing that maybe we can talk about a little bit is that like, so however long ago that was that you started as a part-time, um, helper to Ryan. And and I worked with you for a little while in that space as well. So Leanne gave me a gift by stepping away from the church for a short period of time, (laughs) vacating a role at the church that I then took. And then she came back and we got to work together for a very short period. But, um, and then thinking through, I'm curious on your thoughts on like that, you know, small part-time role that you've had Mm -hmm. and you've grown in your wisdom and in your experience and the role that you have blossom into now that you're such a strong leader at a church as a woman. Yeah, yeah. So I give a I give all the credit to the Lord. Good. Um and then I give I give credit to the leadership of Grace Church. Okay. So I would say starting with Ryan, Mm -hmm. who really, really um kind of mentored me into uh working in ministry. So I had come from corporate, I had worked in retail, I had worked in banking. Um, and then time off when I had children. Mm-hmm. So all of my experience was very, you know, task-driven, very to the point. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you know me, you know that I'm not small talk. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, hey, did you do this? Did we get this? Mm-hmm. And, you know. Um, and so Ryan really taught me to, like, slow down and think about words and use discernment. Mm-hmm. So Ryan and I worked together for, I don't know, about eight years mm-hmm. And then through, like, growing in my role at Grace, mm-hmm. um, I started doing larger projects for the whole of Bath Campus. Mm-hmm. So that led to a restructure of working under, at, for, a, for a little bit of time, Ezra, and then directly with Jeff. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that these men on staff have, every step of the way, empowered me okay. and encouraged me and locked arms with me. And so... Um, I feel so blessed to have taken the journey I have 
Um, I know we have so many female Mm -hmm. interns and young women who want to be in ministry Mm -hmm. and, and unlike me, Mm. have those models. I did not grow up seeing women in ministry. Okay. Um, I grew up seeing women volunteer Mm -hmm. and maybe be the church secretary. Mm -hmm. Organist. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't see a place for me. Sure. Um, And the Lord has just wired me in this unique way, and he has opened every door. Okay. So I so now my job is I'm the director of ministry operations for Bath Campus. Mm-hmm. I work with Jeff. I sit on our executive team, mm-hmm. um, and I can tell you, ten years ago, I would never have seen a path that took me there. How, how, that just boggles my mind that yeah. that's been forged, and it's yes. been and in this time and in this place for for this time in this place for such a time yes. as this, and 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 I feel like. Again, it's the leadership of grace valuing mm-hmm. everyone's talents and giftedness mm-hmm. and putting me where they saw that fit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, it's just something that's been really special to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like, and now I'm not the only female in leadership at Grace mm-hmm. Church. There's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you interviewed Sunny mm-hmm. Gresick not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Other campuses mm-hmm. have um, exec team members that are females. Mm-hmm. So I look at like my daughter who yes. saw herself in ministry mm-hmm. and could see a pathway. Mm-hmm. So that's where I get really mm-hmm. excited yeah. um, is these next generation leaders that... Right. Yeah, thank you for blazing that trail because I'm sure that was not, I don't know, maybe, I don't want to say easy because it was spirit-led. Yes. That, and that, like, things unfolded, yeah. but there wasn't that full-blown lit path to right. the end of the tunnel. It was one step at a time mm-hmm. versus now. And I and Zoe was another person on this podcast, yep. dear listeners, if you'd like to listen to hers. And she, I remember her saying, when I was in junior high, I knew I wanted to go into ministry. And I was, and that's what I said, like, as a secretary or an organist, because that's all I that's, saw yeah. in, in, you know, they mm-hmm. always say, like, you need to see a reflection of yourself in a place to feel comfortable. That's right. It's in movies, it's in workplaces, mm-hmm. it's in your school. And that it's a helpful thing. It's not the only thing, though. So you can yeah. be a person who is the first to go. Yeah. And if it's like if the Lord is the one that's a step right ahead mm-hmm. of you and you're holding his hand and following him, mm-hmm. then that will be used. And then now we look at the generations behind, your child included. Yep. That's right. And they're benefiting from that. Yeah. Um, so I'm an Enneagram 3, which Ditto. is like the achiever. Okay. So yeah, so you're going to understand. You're going to understand this so well. So um, I am not satisfied with anything for more than like 0.3 seconds. Mm-hmm. I want to know the next thing mm-hmm. I can hit, the next target. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you give me a review, and if I get a 20, I'm like, is that the highest? Or yes. Is there a 21? Right. Is there right. an A plus plus? Yeah. Um, it's just the way I'm wired. And um, so when I took the position at the church all those years ago, I felt like the first position I had was like kind of the pinnacle mm-hmm. of where I would go. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started seeing other things happening and I had that itch to be involved in, you know, that project or Mm -hmm. this project. Um, and it's so funny because very early on when I started with the church, the Lord, it just impressed upon me, like, um, you need only to be still the Lord, your God will fight for you. Mm. So I never like through this journey had ambitions of this or that thing, the Lord just kept opening doors and mm-hmm. I would just walk into them. And then I had like full contentment in that position. And then another mm-hmm. door would open mm-hmm. and like that 
that story has held true mm-hmm. throughout my 14 years on mm-hmm. staff. I've never felt angsty about mm-hmm. the next thing. I've always found contentment in where and how he was using me. And that's of the Lord because that is not the way I'm <laughs> wired. So Which, while it might not have been easy, mm-hmm. it's always been like, yeah, contentment. That's mm-hmm. the word I would use. Sounds like maybe that's a secret to joy and, and life, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, what I'm hearing here a little bit is like when things are living, when things are alive, organic, mm-hmm. natural, that's, I see our church being that way. So it mm-hmm. is alive. It is like, oh man, basketball's doing stuff. Let's, yeah. let's build, let's go, mm-hmm. let's do in response to what the Lord has done. And I've not really necessarily thought about it on that human element, that human level or that female level as well, that it's been a similar journey for you to say, well, this church is alive. It's a living organic being and it's yeah. a, and it's, and it's alive in the spirit. So mm-hmm. it's like really alive and you've been able to live in that as well and yeah. have your, you know, your, stones revealed before your feet as you've gone. Yeah, it's, um, you know, we sing that song and there's a, there's a phrase and I don't know the name of it, but uh, there's nothing that our God can't do. Mm-hmm. That might be the name of the song. There's nothing that our God can't That's do. That's it. Yeah. Yes. And I've just always felt that way. Mm-hmm. Like if the Lord wants me in whatever position, he's going to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. I just have to be obedient to the next step. And sometimes yes. you can't see that stone. And that sure. gets a little, like sure. you were saying, like, the stones are, you know, yeah. you take a step in faith mm-hmm. and then sometimes the path lights up. So <laughs> yes. I think that's, it's that, it's, it's like Jeff just taught, and this is not sponsored by Jeff, <laughs> um, but it's like that sermon he just taught, like, you know, you're predetermined, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I just at some point grasped a hold of that, and I just have always thought if the Lord opens the door, mm-hmm. I'm walking through it. Mm-hmm. So, and he's always met me right there. I mean, he's, probably he's there before I get there. Exactly. But, but when I walk into it, he's right there yeah, with me. He's and, like, you're safe here. And yeah. he's just surrounded me with, I mean, I really can't say enough about the people I work with, mm-hmm. the men and the women. Like, we have a special thing. Mm-hmm. It's, and the volunteer, like, and even like, there's the unpaid staff. There's the, <laughs> right, there's the, the youth. practical and, part-time staff. And Jason's over here running sure. sound. It's, yes. you know, it's, it's the family of grace. Right. It's just a really special place. It really is. Something you said earlier about when you were surrounded, um, like in those hard times by that community yeah. and the body of believers. And it's sometimes you're surrounded by the people that are helping you. And sometimes you're surrounding the people as well. Oh, it's this reciprocal community mm-hmm. that is just doing that. Again, it's like this organic matter that is constantly mm-hmm. um you know, developing, growing, feeding, learning, crying, just laughing, all of those things yeah. together and in an effort to um, just, I just think those are like glimpses of heaven that we get to see of Absolutely. what that's like and what God wanted our, our world, our, you know, our mm-hmm. Eden to be. Yeah. And we get to experience that through yeah. that community. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. So, okay. You are now director of you know, special ops here at Grace Church. <laughs> Ministry operations. There we go. But I like um, special ops better. I, I think we, we should we work should with work that. On that. Let's title. workshop it. Um, but, you know, what, what else do you see in the future? I, I know we've talked about, like, well, only one step is lit at a time, but we got yeah. some big changes coming and 30 and 30 and those sports building. Yeah. Um, 
if I'm being honest, it's hard for me to imagine doing anything other than what I'm doing right now. Would I, you have said that five years I ago and 10 five, years ago yes. and 15 years ago? Yes. Okay. I would have said that every step along yes. the way. Um, I love my job. I love what I get to do. Um, I think what's next is Mark and I just get to enjoy this mm. sweet time of life of empty nesting. I don't know, maybe one day grandchildren. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I'm too young for that. But, um, <laughs> it's the best time to have them. You can keep up. <laughs> um, but I think just being obedient to the Lord, like even right now, we're in this transition um, where Mark's been leading a student life group for, mm. uh, he led it for from sixth grade to they graduated last year. Wow. He kind of stepped in to do a year of that leadership. And we're sort of exploring like, what does God want for us in the next season yeah. as you know, just followers of the Lord and as a couple. So we're kind of in this really fun stage of just, you know, Lord, mm-hmm. we're here. What do you want us to do? Dangerous prayer. Yeah, because well, because there's so many wonderful things to do, mm-hmm. you know. I, I we're we're both pretty much open for anything. Mm-hmm. If God wants it, we're we're game. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, as a person who has received from the surroundings of of Leanne Radel and does does her best to model that. I mean, I guess like that woman whose daughters and power kids looking at you, like I yeah. do the same. And and I hope I've shared this with you enough, just the impact that that's have on my life and my, you know, um, confidence yeah. in my own ability to be a theologian. Oh, you know that. what I mean? Like we I both can that. be, like yeah. it's so good. So thank you for the way that you've um, forged that path, but fully in uh, humility and um, knowing that it's actually God that's in front of you, yeah. and you're you're doing that. Thanks. Which other people are watching? Yeah, it's such a gift. Yep. And I could echo all that back to you. Like mm. you've inspired, you've been in those studies, challenging, mm. and like you know, and we've walked through life together, mm-hmm. and that's what's so special. Like you know, we're not in each other's daily right. lives, right. but whenever we're together, it's mm-hmm. as if we've just been mm-hmm. together. So it's mm-hmm. just. It's the way that the Lord connects his people, and mm-hmm. it's so, so awesome. And so I promise you, many, many people are watching you. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we got we to gotta keep it clean over here, Leanne. <laughs> well, it's awesome to be, you know, women of grace mm-hmm. in the, in our church as well as just, like, of the Lord. It so, is. I'm glad to be doing that together. Yeah, me too. Thanks for sharing your story, Leanne. Thanks. Thanks.